Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Lisa Renna and Garcelle slam online haters for attacking their children. Nene Leakes drops her lawsuit as Frank Catania reveals he broke up a fight during the Real Housewives of New Jersey finale. And Vicki Gumbelson reveals her reaction to Tamara Judge joining Real Housewives of OC as Teddy Mellencamp gives us her thoughts on Vicki's absence. I think whenever you you feel a rejection, it's hard and you have to process it. But I do know that within my my own relationships, all I felt was excitement for my friend to get a job that she's really great at doing. Plus, Real Moms of Bravo podcast hosts Vanessa and Abby help us break down all the drama. We've got that plus so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here, and I am so excited to be joined by Vanessa and Abby. They are hosts of the Real Moms of Bravo podcast, our friends of the show. We're so excited to have them back. Ladies, how are you doing? We're great. We're so happy and thrilled to have us back. Thank you so much, Christina. Definitely. Cannot wait to break it down. Cannot wait to break it down. How is everything going with the podcast? How are you guys enjoying this uh, summer of Bravo Housewives craziness? Are you enjoying it, Abby? It has been um, a busy summer, both Bravo and personally. So I had a baby. We were just talking about that on July 9th. I'm so thankful for all this drama because when you're doing middle of the night feedings, you're reading people's posts, Instagram stories. And sometimes uh, Lisa Rinna is guilty of this. They'll put something up and then delete it the next morning. So it's nice to be part of the group that gets to see it when it gets out there. <laughs> Definitely. Especially at like 2 a.m. when it's still up there and you're like, I got it. I can, I yeah. can screenshot this. They're not <laughs> deleting it yet. No, we have so much to break down and I love your podcast. I love your Instagram. It's so much fun. And I always, um, always up to date when I'm following you guys. So thank you for for all your great content. Yes, of course. And if you're not following us, please check us out at Real Moms of Bravo on Instagram or wherever you're listening to this, um, the podcast, you can find us at um, Real Moms of Bravo. Great. I love it. All right. Well, let's break down this news of the week. And of course, kicking it off with the Lisa Renna, Garcelle, um, all of Bravo really reacting to this because Lisa Renna took to Instagram recently saying that Kids should be off limits when it comes to the show. She wrote, we are doing a TV show. We try to entertain you. Why can't you treat it like wrestling for God's sakes? Love us, love to hate us, but leave the kids alone. She called out um, several of the Bravo of her castmates, kids that have been attacked on social media, including Erica Jane, including Garcelle's son. She said, what you've said and done to my own kids is disgusting. They didn't sign up for this. What are you doing? The kids, all of our kids should be off limits. So stop it now. Um, Garcelle said, you know, she's usually a strong woman, but this really affected her. And she even 
um, shared a post from her son, Jax, who has been pretty much the brunt of all of this, because if we remember earlier on the season, Erica Jane told told him to get the F out of his mother's birthday party. So she went on to share his message saying it is currently my first week of high school. And instead of enjoying it, like most kids at my school, I have to deal with being attacked on social media. I did not sign up for this show, nor do I have anything to do with the show's drama. I just want to be a normal kid. Bravo then also condemned the online hate writing. We are shocked and appalled at the social comments directed at Garcelle's son. We urge our viewers and social followers alike to refrain from targeting our cast and their families with harmful rhetoric. This is crazy. I mean, this and it feels like this is like happening weeks after this storyline happened on the show. I mean, why do you think that is? There's some conspiracy theories going around um, um, that like these are bots that are commenting and it could be paid for by one of the cast members. These are this is what's going around. <laughs> and, you know, I can see why some people are possibly believing that because the comments seem to be very similar um, and that they're attacking herself for what she said um, about Erica mm -hmm. when her own son battled addiction problems. And I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think just because her son had his own battles with addiction, she might be more aware of what to look for. And that's why she's reaching out and raising a red flag. But all in all, I just think it's really sad that people are going after a 14 year old. You know, this is a little different than some of the other children that we've seen where they become part of the show. You know, everyone knows that some of Teresa's daughters are on the payroll. And so not that they're fair game for bullying, but you know, they're a little bit more incorporated into the show, but he's 14. He's trying to be like a freshman in high school. And this is what he's dealing with. It's just, it's heartbreaking. Um, and as a Bravo fan, it makes me sad because I think all in all, we're a really great community. So it makes me sad that there's some people out there that are doing this and even commenting on his page like this. And so many people have been asking us, like, where did this come from? You know, like you mentioned, Christina, the storyline happened several weeks ago. Well, you know, Twitter is always active with the housewives. And Garcelle responded to a comment regarding her accusing Diana accuses Garcelle of ridiculing her her over misspellings and her mis uh, her miscarriage text. So that started a couple days ago and I feel like this wildfire started um, after that. So Garcelle kind of pushed back on that so she would never do that and how everyone needs to calm down and then the attacks continued. So um, it's really unfortunate. We always as Housewives fans and as mothers we never like to discuss the children aside from the lighthearted moments that we see in Housewives. But other than that I'm really curious to see how Garcelle's going to respond after this with her children and filming, if she's going to um, not include them as much. I, I don't know what she's going to do, but I also wouldn't blame her. I don't either. I wonder if she's going to leave the show. Like, I wonder if this is like the, you know, the straw that broke, broke the camel's back. She's like, I'm done. My family's getting attacked. I don't need this. You know, she has a lot of other business ventures that she's doing. She's an actress. She's a host. I mean, she doesn't necessarily need this attention and doesn't need the attention for her family either. So definitely going to be interesting to see how this plays out. The reunion is going to be so good. <laughs> For so many reasons. Like, I kind of forget that we started this whole thing off with the break in. Like, it right. feels like, you know, like we've had so many things have gone on this season. Yeah, I think the reunion is going to be very interesting. Very interesting. And yeah, we still have Aspen to get to. I mean, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Aspen. <laughs> I need that trip to happen. And I'm curious to see how um, 
if the Fox Force Five will stay united or if we'll start to see the cookie crumble there. No, I feel like we might. I feel like this is kind of, they're kind of setting it up that like, you know, friendships are not going to remain intact by the end of the season. Do you, would you want to see a switch up in the cast for Beverly Hills going forward? I absolutely do. I think, well, it's getting a little bit more balanced as they brought on more cast members, but I do feel like for a while, it just seemed like it was five against two. Uh, and so it was really hard for, regardless of what side you were on, it was hard for anyone to get a word in when there's five people kind of teaming up against somebody else. So I'd like to see it a little bit more balanced. And I think some of these women, it would be better for them not to always be such a group. Like, I, you know, I'm curious, like, what are Dorit's thoughts on what's going on with Garcelle? You know, they, the whole cast shared what Bravo posted, but nobody put their own opinions and thoughts out there. And so I, I think it would be interesting to see some of these women kind of speak on their own and not always be part of the group. I would love to see alliances shift. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even know that necessarily I want more cast members because it is a pretty big cast, but I really want alliances to shift. I also think these women, you can be a good friend and call a friend out. We see it in other franchises. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I would like to see more of that. Definitely. Well, we're going to have to wait and see. Um, well, I am so excited for Real Housewives of New Jersey to come back because it seems like this is going to be explosive. And Frank Catania um, opened up a little bit more about what we're going to expect, he, saying to Page Six that he tried to keep the peace during the explosive taping of the finale, which happened at um, Dolores' boyfriend's house. He told Page Six, like I said, listen, Paul, he did an excellent job. His place was set up beautifully, but we didn't even get to all the themes that was set up because it got crazy. Let's put it this way there had to be people in between the women there had to be people in between the men he said those people included security guards as well as cast members himself included he said i always try to keep the peace and calm everybody down but it's hard it's a hard crowd to keep down <laughs> that is true um i mean it seems like this is where everything exploded between melissa and joe and Teresa. We don't know exactly what happened, but of you know, it, it had to do with about his marriage and or their marriage and some cheating rumors. Yeah, I think everyone kind of knows who the fight was between. I we say this a lot. I hate seeing families fight like this, and it's been really hard. I think watching the Gorgas and the Judices or Judices, whatever she's saying this season. Um, <laughs> seeing them just fight because you see the impact it has on the relationships with the kids and how much it's really fractured the family. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's going to be hard to watch, but obviously it's going to be very heated, very explosive. I mean, Joe and Teresa both can be very hot headed. So I think it's going to be a lot of screaming. We're going to see things thrown, um, probably destruction of poor um, Frankie's house, um, but or Polly's house, I mean, but it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be kind of tough to watch as viewers because we know, too, the outcome is they don't attend the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And allegedly it has to do with word on the street, as as Giselle likes to say, is that we're hearing it has to do with accusing Melissa of infidelity, mm -hmm. um, allegedly. Uh, so that's what the fight comes down to. And I just, again, I hate to see this family. I mean, how many years, how many seasons have we seen these these two go against each other? And then, like Abby mentioned, to see the aftermath of it, um, not be showing up to the wedding, which the wedding, as we know, was also filmed. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how 
it continues to play out. Yeah. And if there's any sort of reconciliation, because as of, as of right now, it doesn't seem like it's on the table. It doesn't. And I want, like you said, I wonder if this is even something that they can come back from, like not going to your sister's wedding. That seems pretty final. And, you know, yes, they still have to film together, but they, they didn't spend much time together outside of filming to begin with. So it doesn't seem like they're going to be gathering around the table for Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> There will be no sprinkle cookies. No, no sprinkle cookies. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, Well, moving on to Atlanta, because NeNe Leakes dropped her discrimination lawsuit against Andy Cohen, Bravo, the network's parent company, NBC, and the production company, True Entertainment. She filed to dismiss the the case without prejudice, meaning she does have the ability to reopen it at a later time. Um, In the meantime, the parties involved in the case agreed to not seek recovery of costs or attorney's fees. Um, She had been in negotiations with Bravo and and Universal to possibly settle outside of court. Um, surprised that she dropped this. And I saw a lot of people being like, well, this means that Nini can come back to Atlanta. I feel like the bridges have been burned and we will not see Nini ever back on our screens on Bravo. I don't think so either. And it's, I mean, listen, when she, I haven't read the specifics, but it seems like she's accusing the network of some um, racism and things mm-hmm. that happened during her time on the show. And clearly the court didn't align with that. And Uh, sided with Bravo, but it just honestly breaks my heart because on one hand you see Nene was part of the baby shower that was thrown for Andy, Mm -hmm. that epic baby shower. Um, We as Housewives fans can always tell which Housewives he kind of favors and Mm -hmm. has a good uh, relationship with. And Nene and Andy had always had this awesome relationship. I do feel like, like you said, Christina, the bridge is burned. Mm -hmm. She's not going to come back to Bravo. I would love some sort of reconciliation because as a Housewives fan, Nene has given us so much. I mean, you look at the gifts that people use on a daily basis, and I guarantee there's someone every day who's using five Nini gifts Mm -hmm. out there, or more, I'm sure. She's given so much, and she's such a part of that history of Housewives that I would love to see them reconcile, even if we don't get to see it on camera. Yeah. I think the hardest part, too, is like, I think the bridge has been burned, but not just with Andy and Bravo, but then NBC Universal, which also includes Peacock. Right. Which means if anybody had hopes of seeing her on an ultimate girls trip, that's not going to happen. And I I think at this point, unless there is some major reconciliation, and I think she'd almost have to apologize publicly, which knowing Nene, she probably won't do. And we don't know if that's even if that's even warranted, because we don't really know the details of it. But it just makes me sad that we won't see her on an ultimate girls trip, given this lawsuit. Oh my God, she would have been the icing on the cake at this, on season two of Ultimate Girls Trip. Imagine Nene in the mix. Oh, would have been epic. Dorinda um, wouldn't have not been able to handle her. No, she definitely <laughs> wouldn't. Bluestone Manor would have exploded. Um, well, we were excited to see Vicky back on our screens on Ultimate Girls Trip, but she was not happy that her best friend Tamara Judge is returning to the OC. She told E Daily Pop that she immediately cried hearing the news and says, and said, what does she have that I don't have. She said that Tamara will show her tits, but she won't. Um, however, Vicky said um, that beyond that difference, she believes that they make a really good I, um, Lucy and Ethel like partnership on screen. She said, there's obviously something that Bravo didn't like about me. And so I had to accept it. Are you sad that Vicky isn't on this upcoming season of OC? Or do you think it's time for them to, for her, she and Tamara to have like two different voices? I think it's time for Vicky to go. I mean, I enjoyed seeing her um, on Ultimate Girls Trip, but I think she's a housewife where in doses, people love her and love to see her. I don't know if it's in her best interest, honestly, to go back on the show because I think 
her final two seasons, she wasn't very well received and, um, you know, leave them wanting more Vicky. So, you know, make it where you're always invited back on watch what happens live. Um, and you still have that good relationship, but I think it's best that she's not on the show. That being said, I'm really excited to see Tamara back though. Yeah. <laughs> I would, I kind of would like to see Vicky back. Mm -hmm. I was a little surprised. I mean, you have to remember too, when we found out about Tamara, when Jill Zarin leaked it, Tamara and Vicky were together on Watch What Happens Live. And apparently the news wasn't shared or wasn't even discussed because they didn't want to hurt Vicky's Mm -hmm. feelings. So I, I don't know. I would like to see them back. If anything, I would love to see Vicky as a friend of, but I know she wouldn't want friend of, she'd want to be the whole package. I just feel like there's so much more of her story to be left to tell. And she just brings so much to reality TV um, that I would like to see a little bit more of Vicky, but yeah. that's, that's my definitely especially after her breakup and things like that you know she definitely still has the story to be told but maybe like maybe you know like you said maybe give it a beat this season and then see if like the fans still really miss her next season and then come back with a big with her own time to shine so it's not the spotlight is just on her and Tamara then the spotlight is just on Vicky which I'm sure she would appreciate she stays on pause yes she stays on pause (laughs) stays on pause Um, All right. well let's get into this week's real talk and we caught up with Teddy Mellencamp recently who um, of course has gone back and forth with Vicky on social media. She opened up to us about that and her thought on Vicky not returning. Um, what do you think about Tamara returning to OC? I am so excited for her. Yes. One, I think she's such good television mm-hmm. and Girls Trip reminded us all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to be good for the dynamic of the show. I think these women, you know, in Orange County, they were all, last year felt disjointed. And I think this will bring a level of togetherness and I'm excited. I'm excited too. I totally agree with you. It it felt like we weren't watching a a good, a core friend group, which I think what makes a really great Housewives franchise is when you know that these ladies are friends off camera. And I feel like, you know, Tamara being back involved will definitely bring that. What do you think about Taylor making history as the first housewife to kind of cross to cross franchises? I'm excited for her. I think, you know, she's lived in Orange County for a long time. She is has a lot to offer the show. I, I I'm excited to see it. I didn't watch Beverly Hills when she was on because I wasn't didn't become like a big housewife watcher until after my first season. So I didn't know much of her history until watching Girls Trip. Of course, the stuff I read, you know, but I, I'm excited to see her on the show. And I think this is great for her. Mm-hmm. How do you think Vicky feels about everything? I can't imagine. I mean, I think not to even make a joke of it. I think whenever you, you feel a rejection, it's hard and you have to process it. But I do know that within my, my own relationships, all I felt was excitement for my friend to get a job that she's really great at doing. And I want to support her. And you know, that's how I feel, but I mean, She's a lot. (laughs) Do you, are you, are you surprised or is this a testament to both of them that their friendship is still intact despite her being back on the show, Tamara being back on the show, Vicky not being back on the show. Is that going to be hard for them? You think? I think it'll ebb and flow. I think it'll depend how much Vicky talks about what she said, you know, all of those different things. I think they have a long history together that no one can fully understand unless they've been on Housewives together for 12 years. I mean, just the relationship, the good, the bad and the ugly of their relationship. I, 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 you know, I think ultimately they love and care about each other and they're going to get in fights, but 
you know, it's more just right. Surprised that Biggie wasn't asked back. No, I'm not surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like she comes back on in some capacity and you start to see her more now that Tamara's there. But I think they need to, sh- in my opinion, seeing Tamara for a little bit without Vicky will show a different side of Tamara. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I mean, you and Vicky obviously went back and forth on social media not too long ago. Why do you think she, she has such an issue with you? Just uh, not jealousy of who I am, but jealousy of the closeness that Tamara and I were effortlessly able to get. I mean, we'd met a couple of times before the podcast, but as soon as we, you know, joined, joined forces or whatever it is, we had so much fun and it was just an effortless friendship. And for me, that is the biggest thing for me. The majority of the friendships that I've had since, since I was in grade school are the friends that, you know, you, you pick up right where you left off. You have fun together. There's no animosity. There's no jealousy. It's just like, let's do this and have fun together. And I think she could probably feel that. And I think there was a part of her that was annoyed. It wasn't her doing that with Tamara. Yeah. yeah. What did, what were your, what was your reaction when she said, I think it was on watch what happens live with, I don't like uh, Teddy, even though I've never met her. I mean, it's, what do you I mean, I believe about? with all the people with Finstas and internet and the world of Twitter, I am, I'm used to people saying that um, for me, it wasn't necessarily that she says she didn't like me for me. It was more about, this is her friend. Like it started on entertainment tonight. Right. Um, and even before that, Vicky came on our podcast and told me to my face. She didn't, she was like, I don't really, you know, I didn't like this. I'm jealous. How much are you guys paying me to be here? I'm like, well, as a guest on a podcast, you don't really make money as a, a host. You do. But like, I made a joke. I'm like, you want me to Venmo you? And then she was pissed that I didn't as if I'm the person that pays anybody. I'm like, no, I heart pays me. Yeah. I mean, she pretty much said the same thing that she wasn't really surprised that Vicky wasn't asked back, but knows that it's probably a hard pill to swallow. I think coming from Teddy too, she probably sympathizes with Vicky a little bit mm-hmm. more because I get the impression that Teddy would go back onto Housewives yeah. if the invitation were extended. Okay. So um, even though they haven't gotten along, I feel like she might have a little bit of sympathy for Vicky with this. I, I agree with you. All right. Well, let's get into this week's episodes. Recapping this week's episodes. We had the final episode of Real Housewives of Dubai. What did you think of this season overall? Are you wanting a season two? Did you like these ladies? Do you think it deserves another chance? I think the viewership and speaking um, kind of on behalf of the fandom, it feels like Dubai fell flat. Yeah. It felt like the relationships uh, weren't authentic and genuine. All the women individually, fabulous. Yes. Like very interesting stories to tell, but as mm-hmm. a group, they did not mesh well. And Sergio was basically a cast member, which I could have done without. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to stand buried without Sergio. Yeah. I, I thought there was too much of that. Personally, for me, I I would like another season. I think, you know, like a lot of housewives, I I think we need to give it another shot. However, I think it should go to Peacock. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I think Dubai on Peacock and let's bring Miami Miami back. back. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they deserved it. They earned the spot. Um, I give Bravo credit for trying to do an international franchise. I know there are several, you know, throughout the world, but we don't get to see them here in the States. And so to have one that everybody could view, I, I think it's a great idea, but I agree. It just kind of fell flat. I agree. Like you said, you know, the housewives work when it's a group of friends that really get along, spend time together when the cameras are off. And there definitely was this disconnect. I felt like only Ayan and Lisa were friends uh, throughout this whole thing. Caroline just felt uncomfortable to me the whole time. Caroline Sanberry just felt like awkward and uncomfortable in every scene 
that she was in. Like she didn't want to be there. Um, yeah, it did. It felt, felt a little flat. So I, I would wonder if they would do a cast shakeup or, you know, or, you know, see if these women kind of gel with one better more season, the second you know? season. I mean, right. even Nina to me, like, Nina, I feel like, what was her story? Right. What was, what her, was her story? She was like, what was her mom, story? I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> me, she's like friend of. Yeah. She didn't really bring much. And again, just because you're fabulous and your everyday life doesn't mean you're, you're meant for TV. And then Sarah, I felt like she was this peacemaker, which we don't always see on Housewives. Mm-hmm. To me, she was like a little, you know, Yoda right. <laughs> of the Housewives. Um, I, I, I wonder too, if it's difficult to cast in Dubai, sure. um, people who'd want to be on camera, but I definitely think there needs to be a shakeup and truthfully, Sam Barry should go back with the ladies of London. Yes. I, agree. I missed that Caroline. Like I was mm-hmm. thrilled. I loved ladies of London. Yeah. And when I heard she was going to be part of this, I was so excited, but it wasn't the ladies of London Stanberry. And yeah. I think what really meant was missing is Chanel Ion and Caroline should have had more of like a Juliet Caroline relationship where they could be kind of hard on one another and get in their little fights, but then come right back together and be silly. And I felt like they should have been more friends instead of frenemies. And I didn't understand why. I don't know if it was overproduced or what, but why it was like a constant battle between the two of them. Right. Just to cause some drama and some interest, I guess. But I don't know. I didn't feel like we needed it. But I did appreciate the final episode with this beautiful vacation that they took. Oh, my God, the the lights and the dancing. I'm like this. I mean, a lot of people wanted to see Dubai for the wealth and the um, extravagant lifestyles that they live. And we did see that. But I think we just wanted a little bit more substance. Um, well, speaking of substance, we are getting some on Atlanta. These ladies, they, you know, they know how to bring it every single season. <laughs> are you liking this season with, you know, Marlo and Sheree in the mix? Do you think that they're uh, living up to the hype? I mean, I think both Vanessa and I, we've wanted Marlo to have a peach yeah. since the beginning. I know there's a lot of people who've pushed for Marlo to get mm-hmm. a peach. So I love that she's gotten it. And honestly, Sheree back. I mean, she's sometimes when housewives go away and come back, you're like, oh, I miss the, the old school Sheree or I miss mm-hmm. the old school of whatever person they brought back. Um, Sheree to me, like, this is exactly what I hope for. Yeah. And she's living up to every dream I had of her mm-hmm. returning. It's been a really fun season. There's been like a lot of comedic relief. I mean, hello, Marlo and and Candy made up over KFC, like a bucket of fried chicken. I mean, we're, we're not seeing that on like Beverly Hills or some yeah. of the other seasons. So I, I appreciate the comedic relief that Atlanta tends to bring and how a drama, like a situation, a fight isn't dragged over so many episodes. Mm-hmm. I will say, Sonia, you're a sweet woman. You're not housewives material to me i feel like had portia been on it would have been such a solid season mm-hmm. um more solid we're missing that alpha type of personality mm-hmm. in the room i would have liked to seen it um i've also loved how people have responded to kenya so many people yeah. have loved um started to like kenya kenya's mm-hmm. always been a villain has been a little bit more likable drew to me is a comical villain i mean drop it with drew we all know that's a, that's a scam I'll, I'll say it um but it's it's just been kind of inter- it's entertaining and light for the yeah. most part 
That's yeah. what I enjoy about Atlanta. Definitely. No, I feel like Kenya has totally like flipped the switch and people are definitely on her side this season. And she's had a lot of comic relief as well. Um, but yeah, I agree with you with Sonia. I feel like she's trying a little too hard. Like even when Kenya called her out and she's like, why are you even mad at me? And she's like, um, I don't know, actually, I'm not really sure. So yeah, yeah it seems like she's trying to find her footing, but maybe trying a little too hard. I think Sandra's going to have a really hard time at the reunion because these women are quick with the reads, quick with the comebacks and particularly at the reunion. And like you said, she goes, well, let me think about it for a minute. And Mm -hmm. everyone was like, don't come for Kenya. If you're not ready, don't go for Kenya. And I think she's going to try it again at the reunion and fail miserably. Yes. Oh, speaking of reunion, going back to Dubai, what did you think of the trailer for the Dubai reunion when they brought out the notebook of the Lisa's lies with the Pinocchio nose? I was dying. I personally am over the receipts and the notebooks and Mm -hmm. you know the printed out the printouts it's such a gimmick that's been so done Um, I do think for Dubai it was probably good to rope in viewers in and the reunion could be something that gives people excitement around the Mm -hmm. franchise to see these women a bit more activated and seeing them in action um, during their in a reunion setting. I'm just over the receipts, but the tea, I mean, there's lots of things being discussed. Yeah. Um, Caroline and Jeffrey Epstein Epstein out there and um, being a, uh, not a, an escort. escort. There's yeah. lots of allegations, like salacious allegations thrown out there. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm ready yeah. for it. I was like, where was that stuff during the season? We needed that. Exactly. I mean, that 90 second trailer of the reunion, I'm like, this gave us more like jaw dropping moments than the whole season did. And I know a lot of that is produced to be that way, but I'm I'm excited to tune in for the reunion. I definitely missed a few episodes while on maternity leave and didn't feel like I was really, you know, having FOMO by missing some of Dubai. So let's let's hope the reunion can bring it. Let's Just make it a two parter, though. Yes. I mean, we don't need three parts. Just two. <laughs> no, we don't need three parts. Definitely not. Well, Vanessa, Abby, thank you both so much for running down all things Housewives with me. I so appreciate catching up with you ladies. And please remind everybody where they can listen to the podcast and follow you on Instagram. You can follow us on Instagram at Real Moms of Bravo, and you can listen to our podcast wherever you're listening to this one, um, where our podcast is called Real Moms of Bravo. Vanessa, Abby, thank you both so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. For more news content and exclusive interviews, make sure to hit the sub, like, and bell button down below and visit usmagazine.com.